praise the Lord. This is an amazing thing that we want to talk about here. Um, as we say, it's a diplomatic service, and um, obviously, today we are much tackling on issues that really matters. And as I say, being a diplomatic program, we, we all know diplomatic program or service is mainly to manage to handle things that concerns your personal life. Did you hear that? Issues, matters that concerns you as a person. Not spiritual life only, but we handle issues to do with you, your spiritual life, yes, but we also look at things like your personal life, your career, your business, your what you do as a child of God. That is the most important thing that we are looking at here. So as I mentioned, as I said before, that having that said, having this said, having this program to do the diplomatic where we are looking at these things. I want you to take a Bible and check this verse for me. I want you to go to 1 John 2 verse 20. 1 John 2 verse 20. What does the Bible say about the anointing? And remember, we are dealing with the anointing. And my preaching, which I'll obviously speak for a few minutes, I'm talking about the anointing and success. Say the anointing and success. So in this, we are looking at people who are looking to become successful. People who say they, they really want to have a success in something they're trying to do. Now, the word anointing, don't take it so simple as some do. Are you there? All right. Just go there. I want you to read with me. One, two, three, go read. So I just like that word, unction. Memorize the word, unction. Memorize that. It says you have what? What is unction? Unction, the, the, the meaning of unction means what? No. The meaning of unction. What is the meaning of unction? How is it defined in a dictionary? How is it defined? Now, just, just I want you to, to understand that part first before I take you into the meaning of, oh, it means anointing, it means that, it means that, it means that. So, first of all, I will show you what it means in a um, in, 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 um, uh, uh, dictionary. Now, read together again. What does the Bible say? Together louder. Unction means the action of anointing someone with oil or ointment as a religious rite or as a symbol of investor as a monarch. It also means treatment with a me, uh, medicinal oil or ointment. Now just look at that. Now the word unction now tells you that the anointing the Bible is talking about there 
it is the actually the anointing which the actual oil was involved as a symbol of the spiritual oil but you have an unction now give me niv so where there's the word unction what does the bible say now it says you have an unction from the holy one now niv says what one will go read read again Read again. Where is the anointing coming from? The Holy One. So who is anointing you? The Holy One. But you have anointing from the Holy One. Understand that so which means the one who is anointing you is holy. Now the word holy means set apart. Are you there, right? So which means the Bible there didn't say you have an anointing from Jesus. It never said you have an anointing from God. Is it from the Holy One? The word holy one means from the one who is set apart. Yes. Are you there? Yes. Are you there? Yes. Now there, you may, you may actually think, you may actually think the one who is being refunded there is God. And one may also actually think maybe the one who was anointing them with the oil was a man of God who was holy. But that doesn't matter. What matters there is the holy one. What is the holy one? The set apart. How many are there? How many are following? How many are following? Now he says, but you have the anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. You know the truth. Now give me the, the verse again. The Bible says what? But you have the anointing from the Holy One and, and all of you know the truth. And what is that? So all of you know the truth. What's the meaning of that? So understand this. The anointing you have makes you to know the truth. We are not dealing with the facts here. One time I told you, you see, that HIV will never be healed. It is a fact. But the Bible never said you shall know the fact. And the fact shall make you free. No. It says you shall know the truth. Not the fact. So it's a fact that you are not working. It's a fact that you are struggling. It's a fact that there's no, no anywhere to go. It's a fact. But what is the truth? The truth is, Jesus is the way. There's going to be a way in your life. Because he is the way. He is the truth. So don't deal with the facts. Deal with the truth. How many are following this? <laughs> so understand this so we have got many people who are praying to, to god for success they are praying for 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 victory over their lives and they're really asking god give me success when i'm talking about success i don't mean financial success i don't mean that just the word of success it means to be a person who can advance the word success means advance you see it means to advance to rush so when you are having the ability to advance that success it may be spiritual success it may be prayer success it may be physical success it may be financial success it may be business success but it is success now we are dealing with you here 
where you are praying to God and if you sit down and finalize all what you're looking for, the answer is success. Everyone here, at the end of the day, if you sit down and, and look at the problem closely, all you're looking for is success. There is something you want to do, there's something you want to achieve. But for you to do that, you need what? Success. There's anointing for success. Because we, we may talk about so many things, but the issue here is you need success. How many are following? You want success? Who says, I want to succeed on this thing I'm trying to do? I want to succeed. Mm-hmm. So anointing, there is a special anointing for success. And I'm going to give you a few, few things. Now, but understand one thing. The one to anoint you is the Holy One. They set apart. Why? Because the oil itself is nothing. The oil itself is nothing. What is the significance in the oil? It is the revelation behind the oil. If I give you the oil, this is the oil, use it. Trust me, it's either to work for you or not. It is about what revelation you have on that oil. Because some people think the oil, the way they treat a charm. It's not a charm. It's not. It is just a symbol representing the move of the Holy Spirit. That's why I anointed the oil of faith before giving to you. I pray for the oil. It must be set apart. The oil itself must be set apart. So the revelation on the oil matters much. We have people who be like, but uh, is really oil important? Yes. Very, very important. No. In the New Testament, no one was using the oil. Your own Bible, Jesus Christ said, you must anoint your head with oil. I'm talking about Jesus. I'm not, I'm not talking about anyone else. And some be like, what verse is that? All right. Let's go to Matthew 6 verse 16. You find out that Jesus is encouraging people to anoint themselves with oil. He says, anoint your head. Hmm. Okay, now the Bible says in this way, Matthew 6 verse 16. Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Very, I say unto you, they have their reward. Now verse 17, the Bible continues saying, But thou, but you, when thou, but when you fast, anoint thy head. Jesus Christ. Who is saying that? Okay, I know some people be like trying to, you know, to understand it in their own way. Now, give me back the verse. Give me NIV version. Now, the Bible says in NIV version, but when you fast, put oil. Where? Now, he never said on your face. Because some, they say, no. What he was trying to say is like, you know, these other people, they were showing off. That they are fasting. So they are not putting oil. No, he never said on your face. He never said on your body. He says on your head. So this is Jesus. He says put oil on your head. 
It is very important so when you fast. This is not me talking. And so when you fast, put oil on your head. Do you put oil on your head? If, 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 okay, simple question. If, if, you are, um, um, if you want to look smart, do you, do you take oil and anoint your head? Do you anoint your head? Now, in the King James Version, anoint your head. NIV says, put oil on your head, which means this is not just a normal oil. The Bible could differentiate. Apply oil on your head. Now, that's another issue. You don't say you're anointing your head if you're putting oil on your head. Do you say you're anointing your head? If you're using normal oil, if you're using your, your Vaseline on your head, do you say you're anointing your head? You don't, do, you don't say that. And Jesus didn't say that. He said anoint. Anoint. He knows the meaning of anoint. He says put oil, not on your body. He said on your head. Why did he say that? We will know the reason why. That even Jesus himself, do you know that even Christ himself was looking to be anointed? Do you know that? He even cried. Why you people, why no one among you anoints my head? He says, you, you are not anointing my head with oil. Jesus was looking for oil. He was looking for somebody to anoint his head. Now, in, in Luke 7 verse 46, Luke 7, 46. Check it out. Luke 7, 46. What does it say? Amazingly, <laughs> amazingly, we found out Jesus Christ looking for something there. All right, now give me Luke 7. Okay, one, two, three, go. Read. No, I want you to read together and I want you to read loudly. One, two, three, go. Read. Why is he complaining? Answer me. What is he saying? What is Jesus Christ trying to say? They never what? Way. So now you can see that. In Matthew 6, he's saying, anoint your head with oil. In, in, in Luke 7, he says, why didn't you anoint my head? The woman anoints my feet, but I'm looking for somebody who can take oil and put on my head. And this is Jesus, the Christ. Yet, he is already anointed. He is God himself. But he's still looking for somebody to anoint his head. He says, my head with oil, you did not anoint. It is the opposite of Psalm 23. Psalm 23 says what? You anoint my head with oil. In this verse, it says what? You did not anoint my head with oil. So Jesus is having a problem here. He is looking for somebody to anoint his head. So when we are dealing with an anointing oil and say anoint oil, anoint yourself, it's not just a talk. It's not just a talk. I anoint myself every day with oil. And it's just anointing yourself. I know the meaning of oil. I know the meaning of it. It's not just the oil that we're talking about here. There is a blessing over behind it. And God gave the oil as a symbol. We use, we pray for. And the Bible also mentioned about that. Now, do you know the meaning of anointing oil? The anointing oil, it is just there to, uh, to use, to anoint people and all that. But that is nothing. It's useless. You can wash it off. But when you wash it off, the mission of it is not washed off.
Are you here? So understand that. And I want you to understand that. Because most of you don't even know how to use the oil. And why are you supposed to be anointed? It's not for fun. It's not just for a religious practice. We are not religious. We are not. We are more than that. We are a church. We are more than a church. We are a revelation. We are more than a revelation. We are a movement. So understand that from that perspective. We are called by God. And we live by him. And Jesus says, the moment you're fasting, anoint your head. He knows. Then he says, do you know why you must anoint your head? So that people must not see you fasting. I said, I said, I said wait a moment. I, I paused reading the Bible. So what? When you anoint your head with oil, so that people must not know that you're in fasting. I said, wait a minute. Let me read again. Anoint your head with oil so that people must not know you are fasting. Meaning to say, the moment you anoint yourself, even demons cannot monitor your fasting. Say, my head with oil, you did not anoint. This is Jesus Christ. Why, Why is he complaining? He knows the power in the anointment. Are you hearing me, somebody? That's what the book of John says. But you have the anointing from the Holy One. And you know all things, but you have the anointing. You have the anoint. You have the unction from the Holy One, and you know the truth. Had you know the truth because of the anointing? So why are people failing to know who they are because they don't have the anointing? Ladies and gentlemen, when you have the anointing on you, no matter how facts may come around you, no matter how they may say you are poor, no matter how they may say you are a sinner, no matter who may say you are broke, no matter who may accuse you, but because the anointing is upon you, you don't see the sickness, you don't see your struggle, you know the truth. The truth is God. He is bigger than your situation. The truth is, he is a way maker. The truth is, he loved you, he died for you, and set you free. The truth is, he is the way, the truth, and the life. The truth is, within five days, you're going to see a testimony. It's the action. You know, understanding this, the devil brings so many facts about you. I saw somewhere, you know, in, in a certain blog in Malawi, they wrote 21 facts of Major One. I say, so they were writing. To them, it's not, not negative, they're writing positive. But one, one thing they wrote there is not a fact. <laughs> to them, it's a fact. You see? But it's not a fact. They say he likes eating this food as a fact. I said it's a fact. It's not a truth. <laughs> Praise God, it's a fact. So a fact can be a fact. The devil is trying to describe you in your mind. He's trying to tell you who you are. You see, he's telling you that you are useless. He's trying to tell you that you, you can't go far. He's trying to bring a lot of things in your mind. Where you are in your mind, you, you are not seeing yourself buying a car by December. Those are facts. The truth is. 
We don't go by the facts the devil tells us. We live by the truth. Jesus never said, I am the fact. The, the, the life. Mm-mm. He never said, I'm the way. The fact and the life. He said, I am the, the way. The truth and the life. So I want you to understand that, that even Jesus cried for the anointing. He wanted to be anointed, Jesus. And imagine you every time, you imagine said, take the oil every day. Jesus looks at it and says, I wish I was on the earth this period. Maybe Judas could be handled easily. Ah, I'm telling you. So understand one thing. If you want God to give you success in anything, you must understand what is behind success. It is power in motion. And what is power in motion? Kratos. Huh? Say Kratos. Power in motion. Understand that. And I hope you, you understood the teaching yesterday. How many understood? How many understood the teaching? Because I'm going to ask you a question. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Hands went down like this. You must understand forms of power, terms of power, all right? So, there's dunamis, then there is... Eh? Kratos and Iskos. And Ephesians 1.19, as, as, as I showed you yesterday, Ephesians 1.19, I just want to show you again there. Ephesians 1.19, the Bible says... And, all right, just give me King James Version. NKJV. And what is NKJV? Now, it says what? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power? That power there is dunamis. It's just power. Stationary, sitting, doing nothing. Toward us who believe, according to the working, working there is energy Energy of his mighty Iskos power, Kratos. You there? So, what is exceeding greatness of his dunamis toward us who believe according to the energy of his Iskos? Kratos. What does that mean? So, energy there according to his power. Power is just power, it is dunamis, not doing anything. You may have power. A genesis in your house. Yes. Is it working? No. It's just power that is not doing anything. Until you switch on the electricity, then there will be power. So if it's not in motion, it is just sitting there, stationed. It is not Kratos. It's just dunamis. Now the Bible for those who believe in him, we are given the, the, they were given what? Power to become sons of God. But they were not given Kratos. They were just given power stationary. You may actually die with this power in you. It's not doing anything. 
that what makes the power to begin to function it is not the anointing so there's the anointing that makes the power to start functioning and what is that it is called the kratos kratos is power in motion the energy the energy it is the power that is functioning jesus had 24 hours power working power in motion you will touch jesus like this and you are healed power in motion oh am i talking somebody right here oh am i speaking to you say power in motion he may stand here like this you say stand up you see he is standing there and what is pushing him down where is it coming from where is the power coming from who is getting the power i am carrying the power i never said do it i never said god touch this man but what pushed him down it is the power in motion it's already there it's moving so you must have the oh my goodness are you there or you're not even there this line stand up all of you stand up look look the whole line failing to stand all of them no one has managed to stand stand again stand stand look at that they're trying to stand but something is pushing all of them the whole line what is pushing them down it is power in emotion you may be anointed you may have the power of god yes but god may not move not because you don't have the power you have the power but you don't have the power in emotion let me go another direction you need the kratos power in motion the power that works from within it is not stational it is the working power Are you hearing me? It is not just you say you may have power to be, of being a millionaire, but you may be poor. Like in this place, I'm seeing so many poor millionaires. <laughs> poor what? <laughs> they are millionaires but broke. They have the power, yes, to become rich, but it's stationary. They need the Kratos. The power in motion. Power in. So you may, you may actually say, I'm a man of God. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God will move here and everybody here will be healed. You pray for people, no miracle. Why you only have dunamis? Power, yes, but power which is not what? In emotion. The Bible says, uh, says 
give me back the verse. He says, he says what? Oh my God. He says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power? That power there is just dunamis. Toward us who believe. According to the working. We are dealing with the working power here. There is a power that works. And what activates the power to be working is prayer. Which gives you iskos. This is the power that Jesus was using. Verse 20. Which he worked in Christ. Are you hearing that? That this power worked in Christ. <laughs> when he raised him from the dead. Yes. He there is the Holy Spirit. It is that power we are talking about. He. That power. He. The Holy Ghost. Well, the Bible says the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. If he dwells, if the, Holy, the same spirit that raised Jesus. So the one who raised him from the dead was the Holy Spirit. The power, the power, the waking power, the kratos. The power in what? In emotion. That's why you try things, nothing is moving. Yet you've got power. I don't know what's happening. I pray, I go to church every day, and nothing is changing. You have the power, it's just the dunamis. We are not dealing with the dunamis here. We are dealing with the kratos. The power that can make things happen. The power that can push things. Oh my goodness. If you're hearing me, so I'm hearing you, Major. Tell them I'm growing very fast. Are you hearing me? Yes, Papa. No, the Bible says for those who believe in him, well, he gave them power to become the children of God. It's just the power that he gave them. He didn't say Kratos. You are the one to activate it to begin to work. And how do you do that? Through prayer. And I told you in, in, in our, our, our first Corinthians 14 verse 3. All right. Let's just go verse 4. First Corinthians 14 verse 4. What does the Bible say? In 1 Corinthians 4, verse 4, he who speaks in tongues edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. Now again, he who speaks in a tongue edifies. Do you know the meaning of edify? Now, we're going to go into uh, uh, amplified version. Now, let's find out. In amplified version, he puts it in this way. He who speaks in a strange tongue edifies and improves. Are you understanding? When you are speaking in tongues... You are improving your way of living. Uh, I'm talking to somebody. Are, are you there? You improve. If you don't speak in tongues, I'm feeling sorry for you. You better start speaking this week. He who speaks in a strange tongue edifies and improves himself. But he who prophesies, interpreting the divine will and purpose and teaching with inspiration, defies and proves the church and promotes growth in Christian wisdom. Hey, that's what I do every day. Anyway, but we are not there now. We are up there. He who speaks in a strange tongue. Now, give me Jude verse 20. Jude verse 20 and 21. We're going to go down. He says what? Jude verse 20. Mm, Jude has one chapter. For some of you who are saying, Papa, you have forgotten a chapter. All right, so Judah's got only one chapter, which is one. 
and actually has no chapter. But you're beloved. Uh huh. But you're beloved. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wait, wait. Make what? Now God is not saying He will give you progress. He says you are the one to make progress. How should we do the progress? Now give me the verse. How much do the progress? It says, but you beloved, build yourselves up, founded on your most holy faith. Make progress. Rise like a what? Edifice higher and higher. How should we do that? By praying in the Holy Spirit. Am I talking to somebody right here? Now give me back the verse. It says, if you want to progress, progress. If you want to fly higher and higher, if you want to make advancement, success, he says, this is a secret. But you beloved, build yourselves. No one will build you. No one will build your business. No one. God will not come from heaven and build you. Never. We do it by praying in the Holy Ghost. Am I talking to someone right here? As you pray in the Holy Ghost, you activate the Kratos, the waking power. Power in motion. You activate the power. See, people are praying now. Oh, Father, I'm praying. I want to progress in my studies. No! Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Karata Kaparida. And watch the space. Hey, just build yourself. So you have to actually, you can build, architect yourself. Hey, I understand that. Now the Bible, give me back the verse. It says what? But you, beloved, hmm, build yourselves. Not down. Build yourselves away. Hmm. Found it. On your most holy faith, make progress. Rise like an edifice. Higher. How would you do that? By praying in the Holy Spirit. Now give me message translation. Now message puts it in this way. Message says, but you dear friends, carefully build yourself up, not down, in this most holy faith. By. I like it. He puts by. By praying in the Spirit. One is praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit means when you forget yourself and the Holy Ghost comes and takes over the prayer. I don't care, it may be in tongues, it may be in your language, but that moment is not you talking. You are, you are not thinking about your cousin who cursed you yesterday. At that moment, your will has been taken. You are praying in the spirit. I might talk to somebody right here. It is the only prayer that now puts dynamis in motion, changing it to become Kratos. Do you have the power of God? Yes, you have. Do you have the power of God? Yes, you have the dynamis you have. But that power is in motion that I don't know, I can't answer. You know yourself whether your things are moving or not. 
Because Kratos is activated through prayer. Amen. You there? Yes. Are you there? Yes. That's why some of us are going to fasting often. 10 days, 20 days, 90 days. What? It's not just because we're just fasting. Oh, Father, I'm fasting. No. Somebody came to me and said, What are you fasting for? You have a big ministry. And I have only 20 members and I've never fasted for 90 days. What are you fasting for? If it's money God has blessed you, if what are you, what are you praying for? I said, I'm praying for Kratos. Power must be put in motion. I told you yesterday, the same prison James was killed, there was no prayer. When they put Peter in the same prison, the Bible says the church prayed. And there was a reason of what? Kratos. Power now was in what? In motion. The gates were opened by themselves. Because there was power in motion. The more you pray, the more the power you have. Am I talking to somebody right here? You have, you have so much power that even which doctors who admire you. I'm telling you. I saw another witch doctor. He says, eh, all pastors, if you want power to attract many people, I will come to me. I also gave Bushidi power. I said, okay. I said, where have you ever seen Bushidi advertising that the people should come to his church? And you are advertising people to come to you. And you claim you gave me the power to attract the people. So why are you advertising? Uh, if your power works, if it works for Bushidi, why are you advertising people to come to you? I don't, I don't advertise. Which doctors? Now they want, oh my God. They say, no. Uh, I gave Bushidi the power. So Jesus, and the way I'm dressing, and the way they were, that which doctor was dressing. If you see a witch doctor yourself, and if you see, uh, 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 what's going on? <laughs> the witch doctor. If I can put all what he was dressing together, I think if 200 runs. I'm telling you. If you put together all he had, what he was wearing, if it wanted the runs, can, it can reach one. It's a big, big breakthrough. And then give Bushiri power. I'm like, hey? Jesus Christ. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Which doctor? neighbor it is power in motion it is what if you pray if you if you want your things to move prayer secret prayer pray you see the biggest problem we have I don't know who who brought this business do you know how prayerful Jesus was do you know how prayerful Jesus was? 
Do you know how much Jesus could pray? You want success? Do you know how prayerful Jesus was? This is why Jesus, imagine, he went to the mountain to pray. Uh -huh. Are you there? His disciples were tired. And they said, we are leaving. So they dropped the mountain and went into a boat. Are you there? And they began to sell. They left him alone. No protocol, nothing. They were all tired. All they wanted was to go home and eat. They left Jesus on the mountain praying. Now Jesus walks down. They are gone. He just, you know, there was no prayer. Father, I bind the demon of sinking. No. Mm. This is water. Water starts from here. Right? And he is here. So, oh, they are gone. Okay. He just joined them on the water. Coming. Say power in motion. Now, they say, ah. Say, look at the ghost. Did they pray? No. They were going home. No prayer. They say, look at the ghost. Jesus said, no, no, no. It's not a ghost. It's me. Come. He takes one step. Using the prayer of Jesus. The biggest problem we have is when you have got even pastors or your sons who they are now floating on your anointing. They think it's their own. Now Peter walked again. He says, ah, ah. He says, I'm also like Jesus. He began to sink. You are not like Jesus. You, you are walking on his prayers. Not your own. He says, he said, oh, Jesus, I'm sinking. Jesus said, oh. So Jesus went out to help him. You know, just went out to help him. Picked him up. He said, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, let's go. What was the difference? Power in motion. Jesus is in the body sleeping there. And the wind begins to blow. And everybody's scared that we're going to die, we're going to die. They wake Jesus up. Imagine Jesus was inside the boat. That was a teaching that he can be inside you. Yet storms can be blowing around you. You can even sink when Jesus is inside. Imagine Jesus was right inside the boat. And the boat was sinking. And they're all crying. We are dying, we are dying. Imagine he's inside of you. And you are crying. I'm dying. Oh, this, all oh, this. He is right inside. What woke Jesus up was a word, we are dying, prayer. When they went and approached him for his intervention, power and emotion, he woke up and said, peace, be still. Do you understand? When Peter was sinking, well, how far was Jesus? He was right there. You can sink in the presence of Jesus. Your capital can sink in his presence. You can even die on a, before your time to die. You can even be saying, I'm seeing Jesus. Uh, so what? Is it, is it your time to die? You can even die in his presence. What changes things is prayer. Prayer puts power in emotion. Are you there? Prayer puts what? That power is inside of you. You are given as a gift. For those who received him were given power. Everyone has that power. But you must change it into what? Into motion. It must move from dunamis into kratos. Kratos is the power that is working, not just dominant. How many are following? 
Say prayer. prayer. Say it again. Prayer. So success can only happen if you understand the anointing well. Even Jesus prayed for success. Are you, are you understanding? Now, Psalm 28, verse 8. Let me just try to check today. Uh, Psalm 28, verse 8. All right? Let's find something that is very important. What does the Bible say? Psalm 28, verse 8. I want you to read together. One, two, three, go read. Now, what does the Bible say? Look at that. And the Lord is their strength. Hmm. Okay? Strength. The strength which is there is, is the, the one which is also called uh, exousia. And he is their saving strength. The saving strength and strength, they are two different strengths. Can you see that? Another one is just what? Strength. And another one is what? So which means another strength there is the working one. Well, the other one is just what? Are you hearing that? So God is the strength. And then it says what? He is the what? And he is the saving strength of his anointed. Well, to other people, he's just their strength. You see that? To everyone, it's just God is my strength. To everyone. But to his anointed, the saving strength. Oh, you didn't hear this one again. Give me back the verse. One, two, three, go read. Now, can you see the difference? What is the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? Which one is dormant? To which people? Huh? To his anointed? What about his anointed? Which is the working strength. Which is called what? Iskos. So everybody can claim, God is my strength. Hallelujah. I'll say, Amen. Mm, you are right. It's your strength. <laughs> and yet, you are passing through problems after problems. Problems after problems. But to us who are anointed, He is the saving strength. Oh my goodness. Now give me amplified version. Now I want you to read this way in this way. Now just get that amplified version. And the Lord is their what? Unyielding strength. And he is the stronghold of salvation to me. He's anointed. Now he puts it out in a nice way. He is a stronghold of salvation. There is a salvation. Imagine you're in a problem. You want to walk out of that problem. You need a salvation. You even say, God has saved me from an accident. He saved me from death. He saved me from a sickness. So to the anointed, he is the saving. He is the salvation. That strength is not just a strength, but that saves. So the reason why you have been praying to God, Him to save you from something, and there was no salvation, is because to you, He was just your strength. Because you didn't understand the anointing. 
The Bible says, touch not my anointed. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because the power and emotion will react. You didn't hear, you didn't hear, you didn't hear that one. The Bible says what? Why? You see this. They may look at you there as just a woman or as just a young girl or just a man, but they don't know that all the times there's oil that comes on you. You are so dangerous. They may touch you today. You may even forgive them. But what is on you, it will react. Just a moment. Just watch. 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 <laughs> watch. Power and emotion is dangerous. in motion it is not just sitting there it works my friend i may be sleeping in the night like this you visit me in the night hey it's a problem <laughs> i may not even know it but the power the kratos tell you about kratos are you hearing me Wow, oh, oh my God, I had a nightmare. Hallelujah. Is that testimony to give us like serious? <laughs> Hallelujah, I had a nightmare. I was being chased. They almost killed me. You know, I, I couldn't even scream. I tried to scream. No one was hearing me. For almost two hours, I st- the whole night. Praise God, I survived. Hallelujah. <laughs> be automatic power in motion you see long time ago long time ago there was a year it must have been 2005 if I'm not mistaken um, my brother here remembers very well you know God kept saying to me pray before I was you know I was uh, prepared for, for, for the program. Pray, pray, pray. I had this to pray. And I ignored the voice of God. Pray before going to church. Pray. There was not a church, a fellowship. I was doing school ministry. Pray. And I went there just like that. Jesus Christ. There was one lady that was sent by the satanic kingdom they gave us 72 powers to kill me on pulpit this woman came with a stick and i was busy praying for me just came with a stick and they hit my, my hand with a stick like that 
trust me, even my father knows the story. And even so many people here, uh, those who know the story from Malawi, they know the story. You, you know the story, right? You also know the story, right? A person just like that, a stick. Oh, I have one in the choir, Chancy. Because he was there too. You know, he witnessed. Because he eventually, he touched the stick and became paralyzed. <laughs> and my brother here, oh, it's a long story. This person brought a stick and just hit my hand like that. The stick would not fall from my hand like a magnet. I felt like a person is bringing needles, you know, needles all over my body. And I felt like I'm dying. And I had like someone spraying on me, like a spray. And I said, what's, what's, what's going on here? And I sent a demon of madness. And immediately I rebuked the demon. And this lady disappeared in front of everyone. I said, uh-huh. Now listen. And I rebuked the demon. Not knowing they had already planned. In that room, there were about six people, others also, who were in the satanic world and they were in there to attack we're using the evil powers in malawi is either you're a fake man of god or you're true you don't fake it will kill you i'm telling you <laughs> you would die on puppet now now this 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 person and I'm standing there. I said, pray for me, Amanda. I'm telling the people I'm praying for to say they should stop. They, they, they must forget their problems. They must begin to pray for me. You are laughing. It was bad. Jesus Christ. Not knowing there were six there who were connected to that one. When they stretched their hands like this, they were making things worse. I said, stop praying. And God gave me the grace how to manage the whole situation. It was bad. I said, stop. And I walked out and I called my brother. Here, my brother is here. First born of family. I said, now, Harry, come over here. You know? And there's one member, he likes sitting in the, in the overflow there. I don't know if he's there, Robert. He's in the overflow there. He likes sitting in there. <laughs> Those two guys are crazy. <laughs> So, you know, I have um, a brother. I think some of you, you know him, Apostle, Apostle Rosale. He has been here several times. So he began to pray with me immediately. He, he began to build up a team of prayers. So immediately I was with him, we began to pray. It was, you have not seen anything like it. It's like you're watching a Nigerian movie. No, I'm telling you the truth. It is the first day I said, okay. So the devil is real. I must be very vigilant. Trust me. I never believed in the, this witchcraft. This I never until that day when I was inside a Nigerian movie.
No, you know, my brothers here, there are many people who are there. They sent a, a, a lizard, physical lizard. Jesus Christ. Now, I'm standing like this. And my brother was coming from home where, to, the, to, to where I was ministering. And he arrives there. He says, okay, what we must do? And God used him. We need that stick which they used to attack you. When we pray for that stick, then you'll be fine. I said, okay, go and get the stick. So he went, this guy in the choir here. <laughs> now he goes in the class where we're ministering. The moment he touched the stick, his hand from here paralyzed. And he had to pray. He had to pray. He became better. He took the stick. Just bringing it inside the house. Everyone in the house began to see like the house is upside down like this. On that day, this was 2005. On that day, that's the day I told my brother, God has said it to me. And he's here. They were planning to kill me when I am still young. Because they are seeing the future. And God spoke to me. It was through a verse. It was, I think, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. And, and God said, they want to kill you. They are seeing the future. And I told you, all of them, I said, and had a vision where God said, you, you, you will start ministering in 2012. And that one, all these people, they know, right? Now, you, you start, and immediately I told them, stop praying, all of you. I had a vision where I saw thousands of people, and I was preaching to them. I said, I'm not dying. It is done. I have seen a vision of 2012. How many years from that time? Seven years. I said, it's fine. No more prayers. We are done. And I was still feeling funny stuff around me. I said, we are done. And I slept in the morning. I woke up. I couldn't feel anything. They all left. Listen. A week later, they made me to become blind. You remember, right? A week later, they made me to become blind. I was blind for three days. It's just when you say major, you think it's just the title, eh? <laughs> and you're also coping. I'm also major. major. You will die. <laughs> Jesus. You're joking. Do you know the, oh, the rank of demons you are attracting now? I became blind for three. I couldn't see. And again, just to send someone in the class where I was ministering, just touched my shoulder and immediately my eyes became blind. I'm telling you, that was the day I became angry and I prayed. You see? And one of my teachers, one of my teachers, she, was, she, she has been asking, I want to come and tell the world. I want to come and tell the world who you are. That day I became angry when my eyes opened, when I, I went to fasting and my eyes opened. I went back and I prayed at the school. And this is a story I'm telling you. People in my class, people at my school, they know. It's a true story. I prayed for the whole campus. I said, anyone involved in this tomorrow, they will see. And it was a military school. The following day, 
every person involved in demonic worship, they all collapsed at the school. All of them. And I was, the lieutenant went to fetch me where I was. You, what have you done at the school? I said, I've prayed. Back to this sender. Everyone missing you. May they collapse. You watch Nigerian movies. Me, I lived it in reality. I'm telling you. And my father, he keeps on reminding me all the time. He says, my son, on that day you had that battle when they wanted to kill you. That's the day God anointed you. He keep on telling him, he said, that day. That's why I challenge you now that whoever you know that is powerful, whether it's a Sangoma or whatever it is, tell them to attack me, they will see. Because I have fought battles. Hiya, my Kaparidia. Far above powers and prosperities. Now, now I can challenge because now that's when I go say you are now a major prophet.